It's the king. It's the money. It's the champ. And I know this is not what y'all used to seeing and hearing from me first, but check this out. I just might be the only one that you're seeing you hear from today. That's right. I'm hijacking the show. What a champ should do. You know what? I kind of walk mm, alone. I'm sick of all these people talking out their heads. I've never understood a damn thing that they said. From words to actions, never know what they're about. I guess I'll have to chew them up and spit them out. And I say, boom, boom. I walk for miles inside this pit of danger. Boom, 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 boom. A place where no one follows me. I walk alone. Champ is me. Champ is me. Yeah, baby. The crown is falling, but I'm still the king. We'll go ahead and place that right there. You see the money. You see the money. Ringside mayhem. It is me. It is me. And man, oh man, do I have a show for y'all today. All by my lonesome. You know, sometimes it takes a champ to do things for the first time. You know how it goes. So, you know, I got a review for No Surrender. I got a review for Elimination Chamber and maybe a little special message for somebody later on. Let's see how quick we get through this. So, we're going to start with Impact Wrestling. You feel me? You're with it? I'm with it. So, we had a, a preview show, as a matter of fact, on YouTube that I missed, and I'm probably sure that y'all missed too. Tenille Dashwood versus Havoc. John Schuyler versus Trey Miguel. I'm sure y'all know who won those matches. Uh, if I could just guess off the top of my dome, I would probably say Tenille Dashwood won, and I would say that Trey Miguel won. If I'm wrong, y'all could correct me, but I guarantee you, I probably ain't. Because I'm never wrong. I call shit all the time. But no surrender kicks off with a fatal four-way match. Chris Bay, Bullet Club, Finesse and Baby, Ace Austin, Jake, something, something, and Mike Bailey. You know what? Anytime I get an X Division anything, I'm excited for it, especially the participants that is in the match, whoever it may be, because it's always awesomeness. And that's what we got for this Fatal 4-Way. And you know, this was for the number one contendership for Trey Miguel's X Division Championship. And at first glance, I would probably say I would love to see Chris Bay face off against Trey Miguel for that strap, but it did not happen because something was just too heavy to be picked up by the rest of these competitors, and that is that man, Jake, the biggest man in this match, and he for sure did his thing, did his thing. Something, something, something special about that guy, and that is going to be a great match whenever we get it, whenever we get it. I will not surrender to that. Following that match, that was to open up the show. Following that match, we had a beastie battle. A beastie battle indeed. We had Jonah facing off against Black Taurus. However you want to pronounce that. Pretty pretty uh, different pronunciations when it comes to that man's name. But who really cares? Uh, animals. It was Animal War. Animal War, Animal War. You know how I feel about animals. But Jonah did prove to be the top dog. He came out on top in that match. So, you know, no surrender was starting off really, 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 really well. Impact Wrestling, you guys are getting my attention, and I am keeping up with it indeed. Um, We get a match that I was actually excited to see after this, which was 
Eric Young, violent by design leader against Jay White, switchblade, you know what I'm saying? Leader of the Bullet Club. You see I'm throwing it up the right way, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But uh, this was a very, very, very good match. Very good match. If there's anything from No Surrender, and I would say there's a few things, but if you had to go out of your way to check out No Surrender or check out a match or two, this is definitely one of them that you had to do. Um, two veterans in the ring going at it, putting on a show. It was definitely violent by design. And you could tell by Jay White's face by the end of it all that he definitely went through some mayhem to get to the point of that victory. But he did get the victory. We got Switchblade all over Impact, all over AEW Wrestling, Bullet Club storyline happening all over the place. I am excited. And like I said, impact you're getting my attention you are getting my attention um let's see what else did we have on the show this show was crazy i haven't seen a, a, a impact wrestling pay-per-view in a very 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 long time so they have to be doing something great for me to tune in to get my attention for me to get my money you know what i'm saying diana perrazzo double champ just like me see the champ see the champ champ is me champ is me she had an open challenge an open challenge for the ROH Women's Championship. And you know, guess who answered that call? That's right, the Lucha Batty Miranda Alize. Alize, Alize, yeah. Damn good match. Damn good match. Not what I expected, but you know, they, they got it on, they got it on, they got it on. But at the end of it all, the Batty got stretched out. She got stretched out major. Yana, you know what I'm saying? She did her thing. I don't know who was going to be able to uh, end her reigns, but, you know, maybe we see uh, some uh, more belts becoming a part of her collection. I'm not going to say no names. Mickey James or maybe Tasha Stills, depending on if you watch that match or not, but we will get there. Next up, you know, since we on the internet, you feel me? Since we getting digital, like T-Pain would say, I'm going digital, digital, digital. I'm going digital. Matt Cardona, always ready, stay ready, taking on and defending that title against former champion Jordan Grace. And let me tell you, this wasn't like the first match. My guy Matt Cardona said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going for all of it. So, you know, he was hitting some spots and I guess they were saving it for pay-per-view which makes plenty of sense for it to happen on pay-per-view. We get some teases of the uh, cheer shot that he took to win the title, but he did not end up getting to win. Uh, well, he did not end up getting to use the cheer. Very good match. Very good intergender match. Surprising that so many spots were, were added in there and things were done. But, you know, at the end of it all, Jordan just couldn't take Matt Cardona's shit. So she kind of, you know, well, not kind of. She definitely hit that nigga in his dick. Like, just <clears throat> low blow. All up in it. I, I I felt it. And then she didn't even leave off at that. She had to go get the chair and pay him back. If you ask me, fellas, I know y'all understand. Ladies, I know y'all don't understand. But if there is one sensitive anything on a man's body, it's that nutsack. Leave the man's nuts alone. Leave the man. I hope he had on a cup. Probably did not. That is not the first low blow that we got on this day of wrestling, which there was so much wrestling. But we'll get to that next uh, low blow a little bit later on when we get to Saudi Chamber, Elimination Chamber. But Matt Cardona retains by disqualification. Hmm. 
it is what it is. Like I said, good match, great match. Check it out if you may. We get the uh, Impact World Tag Team titles coming up next. And, you know, there's Bullet Club forever. Bullet Club members over here. Bullet Club members over there. We got the Good Brothers, the defending tag team champions going against G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny. And like I said, that match was crazy. It was good. It was popping. And then when it came down to it, like I said, bullets everywhere. We see a sighting from uh, Chris Bay once again. Took that L earlier in the night, but he came back to be a part of a win. But for who? 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 Well, I'll tell you who, but right after I tell you who else showed up. Like I said, bullets all around. Switchblade is back. He got a victory earlier in the night. And he makes sure that the Good Brothers pulled out the victory. Yeah. Chris Bay and Jay White turned on G.O.D. And they reformed the Bullet Club, holding it up the right way. Like I said earlier, I don't know what all this shit is. But it ain't my Bullet Club. I ain't fucking with it. It don't exist no more. Here we are with it. Here we are with it. Um, what it's going to lead to, I do not know. Chris Bay made the right decision on being a part of what is the Bullet Club? So, hey, Impact, like I said, y'all got my attention, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Tasha Steele is out next to uh, try to pry away that um, Impact Women's Champion from Mickey James. But as you hear me say, try, she was not successful. And the only reason why I feel like she was not successful is because of Chelsea Green. I don't know what's going on with this partnership in between her and Mickey James, but what I can say is it better lead to a championship feud because that's the only thing that makes sense here. That is the only thing that makes sense here. Not too sure how long Mickey James is going to be able to hold on to that championship, but we shall see. Tasha Stills, hey, you did your thing, baby girl. You did your thing. It ain't over. It's only beginning. You're going to have that strap soon enough. It just wasn't your time tonight. Tell you who else time it wasn't tonight it was not wm morrissey's time tonight although he sure put on a performance that made a lot of people wish that it was his time um man from the beginning from the start of the match going against impact champion ringside mayhem alumni had him on the show you know what i'm saying check out that interview when y'all get a chance but moose moose man Powerbomb after powerbomb, spear after spear, big boot, outside of the ring, brawling everywhere, table spots, man, ring, rope break spots, you know, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. It was carnage. Y'all know how I like organized chaos. It was definitely some organized chaos to the point to where they were so fatigued. It was a couple of spots that I was like, that's not supposed to happen. But it happened, and it, it could have ended in a very dangerous way, but, you know, they landed properly, uh, tried a couple of more power bombs. A power bomb onto the apron from Morrissey to Moose. Ooh, had my back uh, aching, and it was already hurting watching this match. And then uh, we had Moose put Morrissey through a table ringside, but end all, be all, at the end of it all, the wrestling god is still just that, the wrestling god, Moose. Oh my God. And then the main event. Very interesting. So I even checked out the last couple of episodes of Impact Wrestling before we got to this pay-per-view, maybe the last two weeks. And we have Honor No More, members of Ring of Honor who are now 
back in Impact. Some members been there before, some is their first time, but I'm liking how it's going. We get the return of Kenny King uh, on one of those previous episodes. So we have a five-man war of PCO. Well, y'all already know who Honor No More is all about and who's in there, so I ain't going to run down their names. They're going against Team Impact. Now, this is a little bit more interesting because Josh, Alec Josh Alexander was supposed to be a part of the team, but he has some uh, issues going on with his work visa and things of that nature, so they wrote him off of television. On top of that, Eddie Edwards was supposed to be a part of this team as well, but he got attacked backstage, which uh, I felt some type of way about. I'm not going to tell you which way until I get to the way, but I didn't really know what was going on with that. So we ended up having Chris Saban, uh, Rhino. Uh, let's see. We had uh, Macklin show up and uh, be a part of that team as, all, as well as uh, Rich Swan. And he bought out Willie Mack to join the team and everything game. Rhino. So they having a match. Like I said, organized chaos. Everything was all over the place. It was good to watch, good to see. But I kind of had a feeling that Honor No More was going to pull out the victory. Because if they would have lost, it would have been Honor No More in Impact. And it's only getting started. So it made sense for them to win. But the way that they won, the man that got attacked backstage, Eddie Edwards. The heart and soul of Impact Wrestling said, hey, I'm here and I got this kendo stick and all of y'all from Impact is about to eat this shit. And he wore everybody's ass out with that kendo stick. Shards and shards of kendo stick flying all over the place. And he helped Honor No More get that victory. Ripped that TNA or not TNA, but that should have been TNA. That Impact Wrestling patch off of his jacket, threw it off. They posed and went off the air just like that interesting interesting definitely interesting tna my bad i keep calling y'all tna but that's just where my fanship lies but impact wrestling soon enough y'all will have my attention to the point to where i'm calling y'all impact wrestling without calling y'all tna but you know been around for 20 years and i'm about 35 so you feel me hey it's hard letting go of old things, but, you know, it's enough for Impact Wrestling. Tune in Thursday on Access TV. New episodes shall be dropping. New things will be uh, unveiling and coming through and coming out. Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. And I know y'all can't either. But that's enough for Impact Wrestling. We're going to go ahead, go ahead and switch on over to Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. Uh, hmm. So many things to say about this, but I guess I'll start with the pre-show match, and I watched it by accident. But you know, we had Rey Mysterio going against The Miz. Boring storyline to me. I mean, I respect both individuals. Can't say the same about Dominic. He still got a ways to go. But cool match, cool match. Expected, expected, expected Rey Mysterio to win, and Rey Mysterio did win. I was just sitting there like, who's just jumping out the sky? R-E-Y Mysterio. Yeah, you know. You know what I'm saying? Jamming out to old themes in my head while I was watching the match. You know, going down Santino Lane. Boyaka, boyaka, look at me. I'm Rey Maestro. <laughs> oh, man, I love Santino. I miss him. I miss him so much. But yeah, Rey Mysterio got the victory. Uh, dual 619s on the Miz from Poppy and his child. But, uh, this is leading, from what I hear, to a tag team match. B 
between the Mysterios versus the Miz and potentially Logan Paul. Uh, not sure how I feel about that, but it is WrestleMania season, so it's going to be what it's going to be. But show kicks off, and I've said this quite a few times. Well, not a, quite a few times, but when we talk about this show and we knew what match was coming, Goldberg versus Roman Reigns, I said, hey, Roman Reigns ain't got time to waste his time with Goldberg. He going to come out and start the show and get this over with. And that is exactly what happened. Um, they started off kind of slow, which made me worry because I was like, this should be a speedy spot match and it should be over. Just like Brock and Goldberg, Goldberg, Brock, how many, the first one, second one, whatever. It should go quick because Goldberg in Saudi Arabia, we already know how that turns out. At some point, he was bleeding from the top of his head. Looked like he got bit by, by a vampire. I was just like, bro, what's going? How did that? You know, maybe if I don't ask no questions, we ain't going to have to talk about it. So, you know, it's a good thing that I'm here by myself because uh, that vampire bite on top of Goldberg's head probably defeated him before he came out to start the match anyway. But like I said, it started off slow. Goldberg did not get his full entrance that he got on SmackDown. You know, it was just power on the stage. And there he is, appeared out of nowhere magic if i guess you say so but intimidation was heavy on both sides and you know after i thought this was going to be a quick match they kind of tied up a little bit and everything and i'm like oh no oh no this match should be over please don't start this match like this and then out of nowhere boom spear from goldberg then he gets another spear boom and you know, i'm like well i don't think goldberg is about to win this championship right here because we all know what I've been calling for far so long about this WrestleMania main event, and we're going to get to the other half of that. But yeah, Goldberg ends up uh, going for a jackhammer, can't get Roman Reigns up all the way. Roman Reigns clinches that neck, chokes him out, and that was that for Goldberg, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it is what it is. Goldberg, you were right. You were next, just not next to win that championship, baby. You know what I'm saying? Um, hmm. Next, we got that uh, the first Elimination Chamber match of the night. And uh, I am so glad that I am here by myself because I can act how I want and ain't got to get chastised by Rose. Shout outs to, to the queen. I know it's Queen's month, but you know, the, the king is here taking over for this episode. I might get in trouble for this shit, but who knows? I'm a heel. All heel comes to money. But yeah, man. We were discussing if they were going to come out in them big overboxy t-shirts or not. And surprisingly, they did not come out in overboxy t-shirts. Every woman on this show had on a bodysuit that was character driven. And man, oh, ho, 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 man, they looked so much better. So much better. The latex bodysuits, I, I, I loved it. I love every, everybody's attire except for ronda rousey but we'll get to that gee when we get to that gee but all them bodysuits was just hugging all them figures and Liv was looking like a fruit roll-up that i just wanted to unroll and just mm, mm, mm. oh damn that tastes so damn good but it, it didn't happen you know what i'm saying you got dewdrop coming out dressed as a plaid industrial trash bag serving out major waste once she got outside of her pod you know what i'm saying destroying people all over the place rhea ripley Oh, my mouth is so watery. Hold on. I just, mm, 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 mm. 
Rhea Ripley, who was she had on? It fit her character so much, but it just, it just had me feeling some type of way. At this point, I was just like, hmm, I wish I was in the Elimination Chamber. And whoever wishes that they was in the Elimination Chamber, but damn it, for this match, I wish I would. Sheesh. Dominate me then, now, forever, together, however. Man, I loved it. Then we had the returning Alexa Bliss, who went through therapy for nothing, like I said on the last episode. I thought she was coming out of whatever character that this is, but she's right back into it. I did enjoy the swing inside the Elimination Chamber pod and, you know, her interactions. And then when she got out of the pod, you know, she came out on fire like everybody pissed on Lily. You feel me? So she came out, put out the fire on everything and everybody, a couple of her Karanas looked fresh. I miss Alexa Bliss. Not this version, but I miss her overall. I am a fan, so I'll take whatever I can get from her. But yeah, she came out. Her 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 get up was was on point as well. Um, man, Bianca Belair. Oh my goodness, my goodness. She was the one that I knew for a fact was gonna do something special with her gear, and it was exactly special indeed. She came out first. You know, she came out of the pod last, but she came out into uh to the match first in her gear that I'm sure that she made because she always makes her gear. Looked good, looked good, looked damn good. Um, what else do we have in this match? We had Nick Nikki, Mega Nikki, Mega Nikki, however Nikki, whatever Nikki. She had on a different uh costume this time around. And I actually like this one a little bit better because the one that she wears with the little singlet and everything make it look like she got on the thong when she ain't got on the thong when she got on tights and all that shit. It just looked wrong. But uh it looked all right here. I think that that's something that she should, should continue wearing. Um, hmm, let's see what else, what else, what else? Miss Blizz, Blase, Blase, yada, yada, yada. Oh man, Bianca Belair with that one arm lift to live Morgan. I love that spot so much. She did it to Sasha Banks first, but you know, now she's doing it a little bit more often. And I like that spot. I wish she would have threw her into the chamber instead of just back into the ring. Very, very, very safe chamber match. Very safe chamber match for the for the ladies here. Um, there was a moment where we had Bianca slap Rhea, Rhea slapped her back, and then Bianca mushed her, and it was a girl fight. It was going on. They got into it real quick. But at the end of the day, the EST is on her way to WrestleMania for the second time, second year in a row to main event this time, not for the SmackDown Championship, but for the Raw women's championship i wonder who she's going to face we'll get there when we get there but yes um mm, i might have to go back and rewatch that match yet again yet again yet again because uh it was just uh mm, delightful 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 for my reasons and my reasons only after that match we get the tag team match of uh sonia deville and charlotte flair the Flair DeVille, I like to call them together. Hopefully this doesn't end forever. Against uh, the baddest glow, that's right, one-arm Ronda Rousey and uh, Naomi. I love Naomi's get-up as well. Loved her hair. Damn it, she looked good. Even even Charlotte Flair looked good in her onesie, or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, that's neither here nor there of what she looked good in, but I rocked with that one. Ronda Rousey, though. And this is just a personal thing, nothing, nothing against her, but 
I, and she, I was, like I said, I was turned on by all these women in latex bodysuits. But when I seen Ronda Rousey, that all went away. Uh, that gee, that baggy gee and, and all that stuff, like, eh. I've always hated gis. I've hated them since I was a child because I was in karate and I had to wear them all the time and I got into a lot of trouble. So visually it connects me to a space that I don't want to be connected to. And uh, yeah, it took me a little bit out the match, but what took me more outside of this match is that Ronda Rousey had to have one arm tied behind her back. That was not tied behind her back. It was tied to the side of her body and it wasn't even tight, so she couldn't use both her arms. It was just, it was weird. But Ronda Rousey, to her credit, she did work a good enough match with the stipulation that was supposed to be. And uh, Naomi and Ronda Rousey got the win with Ronda Rousey uh, damn near breaking Sonya Deville's arm that she pulled out of a sling at the beginning of the match. So we did not get a finish on Naomi and Deville, and of course, we did not get a finish on Rousey and Flair. We will get those at WrestleMania. Hopefully, Naomi gets a WrestleMania match with Sonya Deville, but we will definitely get those there. Next up, we had a my guy, Happy Corbin, coming out ringside with Madcap Moss, who has new music once again. This music fits his character a little bit better. It did start off with that joke, 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 which I always love. But yeah, down for it. What I can say about Madcap Moss, even though we all knew that Drew McIntyre was winning this match, Madcap Moss is a dog. Like he really put on a showing and he's tough as nails, damn tough as nails. Even Drew McIntyre said it himself. I'm not sure if any of y'all caught it or y'all probably know it at this point as you're listening and viewing me. That Madcap took a reverse Alabama slam from Drew McIntyre and Drew put so much on it or maybe maybe Madcap sold it heavy. But that man landed on top of his head to where his neck should have been fucked from the from that moment on. But. He was able to finish the match. Thank God. Uh, reports came out later that he's not injured and he is OK, which is very surprising because if y'all would have seen the force and the momentum that it took when he landed on his head. Mm, I would have rolled out the ring and put up an X my damn self like, come get me. Come get me. I'm tired. My neck, my neck and my back. It's all broke. My spinal, all that broke. But, you know, uh, Drew McIntyre. Gets a Claymore with Angela in his hand. Very dangerous. Speaking of very dangerous, Corpse, I'm so happy you did not become Chop Suey. I don't know how y'all worked out the timing of that, but Drew literally took a full swing of that sword at Matt, at uh, Corbin. He ducked it, got out of the ring, probably pissed and shit his pants at the same time. I probably would have thought about doing the same. But yeah, that's not over with. We might be getting Drew McIntyre versus Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. Far cry from what Drew McIntyre was doing last year at WrestleMania. But hey, it is what it is. You take it how you get it. I ain't mad at it. After that, we got... I bet all y'all was getting into it, huh? Nah. Uh, Lita making her return to the ring after so many years going one-on-one -on -one with the Raw Women's Champion, Big Time Bex. 
And I'm going to just start calling Big Time get Bex a mountain. She's not big or anything like that. But if she keep wearing this jacket with them goats on the shoulder, I'm going to just call her mountain. You know what I'm saying? Mountain. Mountain girl. <laughs> I love that movie, Mountain Girl. Um, Mountain Girl, though, she, they, they had a match. And, you know, I always have my issues with wondering what type of match we're going to get out of Lita. And I guess it was an okay match. It was bocce for sure in spots. Um, I don't know what type of choke hold or sleeper hold Lita was applying to Becky, but it wasn't neither of those. But eh, bad camera angle as well when Lita was hitting her moonsault live. Once they showed the replay, they showed the right camera angle, but they literally showed her jumping off the ropes and camera switched and she landed. You saw none of the grace of the moonsault, which is one of Lita's uh, good spots. But like I said, heartbreak moment for Lita as she did not pull off the victory. I was wondering if there was going to be anything extra for Lita in this WrestleMania season. But as our GM said on the last show, cups up to you, brother. We might not get anything else from Lita, uh, which is okay, I guess. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at it at all. But yeah, okay, enough match. And now at WrestleMania, we're getting the continuation of Bianca Belair versus the man or big time Bex, as she is to be called. Now I don't want to make Ric Flair mad. Woo! But uh, yeah, hopefully Bianca does it two years in a row and she definitely is deserving of it. Deserving of it indeed. Make her a Raw Women's Champ coming out of WrestleMania. Give it to us. Give it to us. And let us enjoy it. Let us enjoy it for quite some time because you know in the e a black person wins a title of any kind and that range just doesn't last and if it does last it's boring and it's nothing to be remembered so hopefully we get some of that going on and i guess i could count the usos as being black so you know tag team match coming up next before the match even took place the viking raiders coming out leaning back like fat joe Patting their chesses, putting dents in it and all that. And before they could even make it to the ring, boop, 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 ambush from the side, from the Usos. Usos do put their work in, jump them and all that and everything. We don't get no match because I guess that was enough to for two wrestlers to not be able to overcome to have a match. Nothing major really took place, just thrown into the stairs here, thrown into the stairs there whatever that match did not take place and i guess i am happy about that because we already know who was going to win but we're definitely going to get that match anyway you know they ain't, they ain't gonna just not give us that match it's going to happen hopefully it happens on the episode of smackdown and not at wrestlemania because that's not a wrestlemania match that i want to see that will be a bathroom break for me and, you know, hopefully if I go to the bathroom during a match like that during WrestleMania, there'll be a title change because that seems to happen. I remember when uh, Enzo Amori won the Cruiserweight Championship from Neville. Actually, me and the GM was at that show. They were in Cali. They were in L.A. at the Staples Center. It was then known as. And, um, yeah, we was like, oh, man, this match could suck. We don't want to see Enzo get beat up. Let's go get some snacks from the concession stand. And, when we went to the concession stand, then all you hear is ding, 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 you're soft, you're sloppy. And we was like, whoa, what the hell? So, you know, yeah, shit happens in the wrestling world that you don't expect. But man, what I did not expect was this main event. Yeah, I sound like Mark Henry. That was for you, Lucite. I know you love it. It's time 
for the main event. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, elimination chamber match. We got the defending champion coming out first, Bobby Lashley. We also had AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins. Uh, who else was in this match? Uh, doesn't matter really. Austin Theory, Seth Rollins. Uh, something just fell. Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, Brock, Bobby, Matt Riddle. There you go. And uh, one other person I'm forgetting about. And here's why I'm just forgetting about it because at the start of the match, Seth Rollins power bombs Austin Theory into Bobby Lashley's pod. And Bobby Lashley kind of sells it and acts like he hits his head on the Elimination Chamber medal and polo, all that or whatever. But crazy, crazy, crazy. They ended up walking Bobby Lashley out of the match. And at this point, I'm already saying, well, I was saying before this match took place, because if y'all been some consistent listeners, you'd hear me every time I call this WrestleMania match that's happening. So anyway, Bobby is escorted out of the out of the chamber. And I'm like, dang, he ain't coming back. And I know most people thought maybe Cody Rhodes would appear and show up into the pod. But let me tell you something about Cody Rhodes right now. If he's going to WWE, it wouldn't have been here, not in Saudi Arabia. It definitely should not be at WrestleMania but it might happen. I feel like to, for Cody to get the best, best, best reaction, not after WrestleMania. That's what we need. Not after WrestleMania is always a grand, 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 grand time of surprises and storyline changes and things of that nature. So hopefully we get that. But you know, Bobby's out. They do a report on commentary that says Bobby Lashley won't be returning. He has a concussion. But the real fact of the matter is that Bobby Lashley will be out of action for quite some time. He will be undergoing shoulder surgery. And so we won't be seeing Bobby. It's sad that he had to be a transitional champion. I feel like they could have maybe put the belt on Austin Theory for this moment, for this soft little moment or whatever of being a champion, just so he could get his feet wet, because we all know that it's coming. I am definitely a fan of Austin Theory, but I'm an even bigger fan of his now after this pay-per-view. He, first of all, wasn't getting along with, with Seth Rollins and the whole chant, you know. I like this version of Seth. My favorite version, my favorite version, my favorite version. I hope it continues for quite some time. But as we got the news that Bobby Lashley won't be returning, the next pod is set to open and it is Bobby Lashley's pod, but Bobby Lashley is not there to come out of his pod and there's only one man left in his pod and that is Brock Lesnar. Jesus. Let me tell you, I don't like Cowboy Brock and y'all hear me say that, but y'all do know I am a fan of Brock Lesnar when it comes to him getting in the ring and doing all other things. Man, was Brock Lesnar ready? And if you pay attention to commentary, they kind of tell you all night long or all through this match that Brock Lesnar was going to be winning because they're all like, can you imagine what Brock's going to do when he gets out of this chamber? Can you imagine what Brock's going to do when he comes out of the pod? Anyways, not his turn to come out of the pod, but he kicks and breaks through one side of his pod. And man, oh man, oh man, when he did that, that's when elimination started to happen. Um, man, first of all, I'm not sure why Brock Lesnar came out last 
because usually the pods fill up and then we get the, the two competitors that's going to start off the match. But everybody comes out, even the two competitors are going to start the match in Austin Theory and Seth Rollins. And then Brock comes out. He like taunts everybody as he goes around and gets into his pod. But when I say Brock kicked through that side of the pod, check that segment of the match out. Because once that started, carnage took place. Mayhem took place. And my money was on Brock. It was always on Brock. It's always been on Brock because it's been on this main event that we're getting. But anyways, Brock comes out, F5, 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 F5. Everybody gets an F5. Everybody gets pinned by Brock. Everybody's gone. There's only Brock and one man left. Who's that one man? Austin Theory. Yes, yes, yes. And when Austin Theory realized that he was the last man standing with Brock, he tried to run, he tried to run, he tried to run so bad that he even ran into the pod that Brock was supposed to come out of on the right side. Brock went up to that and kicked that side of the pod in and kicked Austin Theory simultaneously. I was like, good Lord, Brock is on a rampage. This is about to be dangerous. What's going to happen to Austin? Austin then gets in some quick offense, you know, drop kick, you know, things of that nature, like like maybe a minute or a minute and a half of offense, and then he hits Brock with a low blow. Yes, again. <clears throat> now, I know I said that the ladies don't understand, but the men you do, so Austin Theory, you had to know that you was choosing violence when you did this to Brock, because that's exactly what you got after this. And he tried to run. He really tried to run again to the point that he climbed up the elimination chamber, and tried to crawl through the chains and get out through the top. But one of the most scariest things that I've seen in quite some time, Brock Lesnar scaled that cage so damn quick and grabbed Austin Theory, brought him back down to the top of the pod, boom, into the side of the pod, boom, into the pod again, or whatever, or on top of the pod. And then he looks, and I'm like, oh, Lord, please, please don't let this man German Austin Theory off the top of this this pod because this pay-per-view is going to end in tragedy. But that is not what he did to Austin. What he did to Austin was pick him up on his shoulders and F5'd him from the top of the pod all the way down to the pod floor. And I'll say this. This ain't my elimination chamber. My elimination chamber is what Eric Bischoff came up with with all the chains and the chain floor and all that and everything. This padded shit I mean, I know I'm talking shit, but I ain't fit to get in there even with the padded shit. But if it was all chains, this would have been brutal, brutal, brutal for Austin Theory. I hope like hell that they had extra padding underneath that for him to take that bump. Says great things about Austin Theory. Like I've been saying great things about Austin Theory for him to be the only one in the match to get offense in on Brock, number one, and then for Brock. To give him that type of spotlight, that type of moment to take a bump of that nature, Jesus. But you can already imagine that once Brock hit that F5, he climbed right on down, dragged uh, Austin Theory to the middle of the ring and pinned him. And just like that, just like I've been saying for quite some time, it's champ versus champ at WrestleMania, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And you know what? I still give the victory to Roman Reigns in this match, and I hope that they merge the titles and we get an undisputed champion and Roman can just go ahead and be on both shows and then we get a Cody Rhodes debut in Roman's face or whatever, however. That would be amazing if it happens. As I always said, you heard it here first.
But um, enough about that. I've got a message. I've got a message. I've got a message. From the king, from the money, from the champ, 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 champ is me, champ is me. So one of the forefathers of ringside mayhem, I shall not call him by name because after I speak about this, I won't be saying anything about him or to him until it's time for that main event. You know what I'm saying? Former ringside mayhem champion, but he ain't never got a chance to touch on this gold. You feel me? Touch on this white beauty, baby. Dang, praising this whiteness during uh, Black History Month. Shame on me, Mac. Shame on me. I'll take the shame. Shame. But yeah. Anyways, dude, you call yourself busy, too busy to come see the Kang, come see the Kang. I mean, y'all follow us on Twitter. You'll see a little bit of the interactions that we had in, in the DM. But yeah, Jay, bro, you already know what it is. I'm, I'm with the entertainment. I'm all for the entertainment. But at the end of the day, this ain't leaving where it's at. You call yourself the real champ. We are definitely going to see when March comes. That madness will be here. Ooh, yeah, you're going to get the madness. You're going to get the madness because people deserve their flowers when they are deserving of their flowers. And I need my flowers. I need my flowers from the GM. I need my flowers from the queen. I need my flowers from the professor. Them flowers don't matter, but I still need them flowers from SMG whenever he appears to be. And I need them flowers from you, Black Jesus. I need them flowers from everybody because since I've been a part of this for one full calendar year and a couple of weeks, it's been all mayhem, baby. Look at me, baby. The glow up is nice, ain't it? The glow up is nice. So, you know, so many challengers, so many people want what's on my shoulder and I ain't running. I ain't ducking from nobody and nothing. You know, hey, it is what it is. But I do have questions that do need to be answered by everybody. Why do y'all keep treating me this way? Why do y'all keep treating me this way? Who, 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 whose idea is this to keep treating me this way? I don't get no respect around here. I don't get, I don't, nobody pays attention to, to the things that I like and the things that I want. I had to earn my keep around here. And as you can see, my keep is shining and doing just well. So, you know, it's all good. Once I put away the last OG, y'all going to realize who it is because it's me, it's me. Champ is me, champ is me. You know what I'm saying? I need answers. I need answers. I don't know if GM is going to be able to give it to me. I don't know if the queen going to come and see that I've been in her in her office, if she's going to give it to me or not. I don't know who's going to give me them answers, you know what I'm saying? So, Professor, you you could come and give me my answer. I don't know. Like, audience, y'all, y'all let them know. Y'all been listening. Y'all been following. You already know what I've been doing and how I've been operating. But, uh, hey. Y'all hate to love me, but you love to hate me, and hey, it, it all balances out for me. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But it's been quite a review. It's been quite a review, quite a review. And, uh, yeah. Uh, this... uh, uh, sir. Oh, shit. Did you done take the keys from my office? I mean, you wasn't nobody here, you know. I just felt like I was going to, you know, get an episode in on my own. You know, I've been planning this since i won this and it finally happened but since you're here you got some answers for me mm -hmm. bro look here look look why, why you ain't been keeping conversations with me to let me know what's going on with everything why am i finding out things at the last minute that's not how you treat a champion 
The man said he was busy. I don't know what else to yeah, do. Yeah, but then what the man said, he agreed to the challenge. Talking about some, no, oh, I wait. missed that part. How you missed that part? And I did a whole ass promo video with gifts and shit in it. It said Royal Rumble weekend. Like, how do you miss all that but say, ah, ha, 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 uh, I accept well, your well, challenge. Well, well, sir, well, well, Kang, uh, Mr. Champion, sir, um, as, as, as he said to me, you know, um, he had other obligations that was not ringside mayhem. Give a damn. But, uh, and, and somebody and like that is supposed to get a shot? Hey, hey, look here. This is already spent in stone. And you put out the challenge, sir. So uh, all I can do now is just put the stamp on it and book it. So look, y'all, the tension is too high right now. This got to be done ASAP. So coming soon, next month in March, beginning of March, look out for Mayhem Madness. It's about to go down. Mr. Know-It-All Championship match that we all been waiting for. Jay, I mean, aka Black Jesus, aka Cover Zero, aka I mean, oh, sorry. Um, yeah, he gonna be covering zero, uh, zero sorry. answers to them questions because he ain't gonna know shit. He ain't gonna know it all. Going he up against the championship, going up against Mister Champion, Champions Me, Champions Me himself. Yeah, you already know I'm an advocate, so he's my tag team partner, Mister Mactis Ford. That's right, Champions Me over there, going versus him. Mayhem Madness, y'all. Look out. Look, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. I'm telling you right now, y'all don't want to miss this. Y'all don't want to miss it when this pops up. And look, more information will be coming soon. Check us on Twitter. Check us on Instagram. You already know the deal, man. But you could put it up there. You know, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on IG. You, 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 see, you see the tags right there? You see the tags? And you know what? All y'all that's watching right there, you know, I know you snuck in my office, but all y'all that's watching, you know, that comment, like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Get 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 up, look, get get out my office. Get, get out, get up, get up. How you gonna take my key in here? Click the notification bell, y'all. This match is going down. It, it's it's about to go down. Hey, thanks for listening. If you have any questions, concerns, or comments, hit us up on our website at tssaw.com or, you know, go to our email at ringsidemayhem7 at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook at SSAW and we'll see you there.